Hey guys, Essential Star Jones here with the Keep It Loud Crew podcast, broadcasting from the nation's. Guess what I have for you guys tonight? You guys has a real problem on your hands. We have a problem on our hands. We have a problem that we have to fix. So guess what? I went to New York, knocked on his door. He said he's busy in the lab. Knocked again. He said, don't come back. Knocked again. He picked up the phone and said, I'm here. We have the real problem child on the line. Problem, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. Definitely here. Oh, gosh, thank you so much for joining because, you know, I've been harassing you so much to say, hey, when I could get this interview, and you said, brethren, look, no, busy, I'm busy. I know you're busy because you're making all these hits for 2018, man. Introduce yourself to our audience, Problem. Yo, yo, this is Problem Child, Johnny Fontaine, the Vinci bad boy, all the party animal. Name it, I'm it. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that. So we're going to get straight into it. How was the Uber Soka Cruise experience for you? Well, I wasn't on the Uber Soka Cruise, you know. I wasn't I wasn't booked for that. They had some complications with me being booked for another cruise, and it went against their policy, so to speak. So I wasn't on the cruise, yeah. See? So now, Ayo, all of them fake posts Ayo seen out there, it was not him. Told Ayo, but nobody wanted to believe me, so you hear it from him there. He was not there, so all I hear it is the kickstand rhythm in his spirit. Oh, gosh, you had them, Johnny, you had yeah, them. Yeah, they, so- they they probably got me mixed up with something, as a, something that, that happens too often in the Sokum, uh market. The, the, the fans need to pay attention. Learn the acts, man. Learn the people them who you support. You like a song, go see what the person look like, whatever. Not everybody... That's dark skin and have dreads look the same, you know? Everybody's a different person. <laughs> it's like people stay calling me wrong names and stuff like that. And I'm, I beg to differ. I don't even resemble anybody or move or act or dress or anything like anybody else. So it's a bit confusing to me sometimes. I know. Yeah, and I, no, like I wasn't that. I wasn't on Uber so good um crew. Um I was on another another cruise. And because of that, I guess it goes against um, Uber's policy. So, I mean, I don't know if that's the reason why I wasn't booked, but I wasn't booked. I wasn't booked for the army. Don't self worry yourself. Ayo, that was answering the question. He was not booked for 2018 Soka Cruise. So, I didn't want to say because the audience wanted to hear it. They think, oh, I'm lying. No, Ayo, he was not there. I was hearing the kickstand rhythm. So, Johnny, let me get into it, man. For 2018, you were on a ball. You were on a roll because it looked like you write for everybody in the industry come straight down to close out the year. How do you get that walk? Where did you get that work ethic from? Where did you get that 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 just drive, that discipline to do this type of work constantly? I, I don't know. I guess I was born with it because it's effortless. I don't have to try. I mean, mm-hmm. different things, different things motivate me to work harder. But I'm always working hard. So it's just different levels of working hard. There's never a lazy moment. So it's working hard, real hard, extremely hard, crazy <laughs> hard, but it's <laughs> always hard work. So something might happen or I might be faced with um, a situation where I might have to put in an extra three, four hours in a day, lose some sleep to do it. I don't have a problem doing that because it's the only way things are going to get done. You're right. You're right. I like that. I like that because for 2018, you kicked off the year with some hot songs. I know for right now, everybody, the, the song that everybody's gravitating to is off of the kickstand rhythm, but you wrote probably that whole album. It can, can I say that on air and say that you the man to really mastermind that there for the everyone? Is that? Yeah, yeah, I wrote all four songs, but it wasn't my first time doing that. I wrote all four songs on the 2AM project as well, which is um, Splinters, 
like it like this for Kess and Patrice may love something for me. So it's just, it's, it's not really a task anymore. It's just something that I've kind of learned how to do over time. So yeah, I did write all four songs on the kickstand rhythm, all three songs on the um, 2AM project. And we have more work coming out that I wrote all the songs on the projects again for coming up before the year is even done. So I know from, I know for a fact that you writing was not, something you wanted to do. It just came on top of you. I guess you have that alien mind that they call you down there. Yo, you're hanging with them aliens today, but you know what I mean? But <laughs> it, it, it just came natural to you. Was it because of how you, you were molded and once again, that discipline that was instilled in you from an early childhood age? Or is it where you see now that, hey, um, this is my career, this is my bread and butter, this is taking me to the next level, and I, ha- I want to make sure I point on a, I want to make sure that I'm on that level and I'm not coming down. Because right now, me think you're coming down. You've you, you gone way, way in the galaxy, my boy. Way. Well, well, I'm trying not to, but it's a combination of different things. I mean, working hard, I'll see my, my mother work hard for everything that she accomplished, and she, she's, she's pretty well off right now, and everything didn't happen overnight for her. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's the example, you know, what you've seen and the environment you grew up in. You know, if you grew up in a circus, you might learn a couple of tricks, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you just grew up in that environment with a hardworking parent, you know, working hard for anything, not just music, is just, mm-hmm. I, work, I work hard in the gym too. You know, I'm dedicated and I'm devoted. I had to wake up four o'clock in the morning because that's the only time I have, you know. So I, that's just something you want to get it done, mm-hmm. find the time to get it done. As far as writing for other people or in writing multiple songs on a rhythm, I, I I really didn't really want to do that, but I was forced to do it because it's when you believe in yourself and you know you have the talent, but the people in the situation to give you the opportunity are not giving you the opportunity, and then you have to take matters into your own hands. I mean, anything is possible for anybody in this world. It's just to find a way to do it, So, which is what I basically did. They weren't they weren't allowing me to record on their projects, on their rhythms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make my own. So mm-hmm. once I found my producer, Bridging Friction, who was mm-hmm. facing the same situation of, of having, um, not making it easy, not having it easy, sorry, to have artists record on his projects, I decided, okay, they don't want to record me and they don't want to re- record on your projects. I'm going to take your beats and I'm going to write, and I'm going to see if I could find people to sing these songs, and we're going to have our own thing where we don't need to beg nobody to record on your beat or beg me to be on nobody rhythm. And, and it's working. Because, because a lot of the soca, um artists don't write, little did I know that was something good because the fact that they don't write now, that allows me to present them with, with work that I would then in turn use you know, to better, to better mm-hmm. myself on my projects. Now, see, your your technique that you're using right now, yes, it came from a little bit of, I would say, a rocky road on the starting, but right now you're paving the path for, for different career-minded artists who want to not only say that they're going to travel and book tours. You, you open a different door now. You have opened a different avenue so how you can handle your business and run your business. So I think they should take notes from you and hat, hats off to you because... For you to you know to, to be so creative in a field that's so small, you know what I mean? And you've now 
innovated your software that used the leading man carrying the torch. They can't tell you nothing now at this point. And man, you've well, done a great job. Thank you. And I, I just want to, I want to, I just want to thank them for not giving me the opportunity to because probably I would have gotten too comfortable. And as my grandmother used to say, I probably would have taken my bread done butter. But because mm-hmm. I wasn't given any chance, I was forced to work hard. And I honestly don't want it no other way. I, I honestly wanted to stay that way. I honestly don't want it to start giving me too many more opportunities to recall with them or work with them. Let me just keep it and keep my formula and what works, you know, for me. Yes. Much love yes. to them still. Much love to them still. No shade. But, you know, this is what works for me. And doing my own thing is what's working for me. And I'd like to keep it that way. I mean, it's working for you magnificently because you all over the world. You're traveling now, and your music have now gone into different genres. You're touching different genres internationally now. I know for a fact. I know for a fact that you've touched on your health, and a lot of artists don't like to touch on health because they feel that they can go and do this lifestyle and this artist life in easy. Johnny, how important is it for the mind? body and soul to be in tune together to be in this career some of them don't want to take care of themselves they think drinking i ain't gonna call them the, the, the liquor <laughs> they, anyway but drinking all of that there and partying and then jumping on a plane i mean where are they putting in that exercise for the body their brand their brand is their body if you can't work with your body as your brand you're gonna break it down how important is that for them Man, you just said it yourself. I mean, health is important for anybody, whether you're an mm-hmm. artist or not. But let me tell you, man, our culture, we have a lot of arrogant people who, when they see that you're doing something that they're not doing, the first thing they want to do is instead of looking into it and seeing does this make sense or not, because they're not into it, the first thing they want to do is look at it as something negative. I mean, anybody would tell you that your health is, is very important, whether you're an artist or not. The funny thing is, you know what the first thing people say when you tell them, yo, maybe you should eat better, do this, or we all got to die anyway. Okay, yes. <laughs> we all, we all got to die. Okay, but if you're living to see 80 years old, right? Do you yes. want to suffer from 50 to 80? Or do you no, want... man, you can't. Or... 30 years right there, you could do something. Or do you want to be comfortable with yourself from, from 50 to 80? Now, as far as the image goes, I just, I, I mean, I don't, I let them do what they're doing. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. You know, that way there's, no, there's, there's a lot less competition for me. <laughs> you know so whoever don't want to take care of themselves and, 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 I mean, and check what they need to check and work out and eat right and all that good stuff. You know, I mean, anything could happen to me. I could have health issues that I don't know I have right now. Yeah. But I could tell you one thing. If they're at, let's say, a eight, a eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. If I don't take care of myself, they, they probably would be at a nine and a half out of ten. So it's always help. I'm always helping. You're always helping. You mm-hmm. know, you're, you're always helping, and it's always good to help. So mm-hmm. you know, I know, I know. As far as your brand goes in music, I don't just only write music. I study the music industry, including other genres, and mm-hmm. I know for a fact since I was going to school. I did economics in school, and one of the things I learned is that if there's a vast amount of any one product, let me use sardines, for example. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a can of sardine to buy and you're not sure which brand to buy, when you walk into the supermarket and you look at the section that have sardines, the one that's most attractive to you is the one you're going to look towards first. You might read it, 
and it might not be the best thing for you, but that's the one that you're going to notice first. You right. know? So with all these artists out here and whatever the case may be, you have to set yourself apart. You have to put your brand first. You have to put how you carry yourself, you know, how you speak sometimes. You know, you never know what situation you're going to be in. You're going to have to know when to use proper diction so that somebody on a different level from a different genre, different class, race, ethnicity, to understand what you're saying. And then when you get back amongst your people, you could chop it up however which way you want to chop it up, you know, but you have to be able to do that on a whole so you are a complete product because you're not just a singer or somebody who could dance or somebody who could dress or somebody who good looking. You're a mm-hmm. product. You're an entire product, you know? Yes, yeah. yes. So and you touch the basis of that because some of them think that they have a hot song the hot song is going there. They, they go up on the stage for 15 minutes to sing the song, make the crowd sing the song, and they're gone. And then they don't have nothing to back it up afterwards. You see? So if but, you're hot, yes, uh-huh. go ahead. No, nah, I'll, I'll put things into perspective. In hip-hop right now, Yes. back in the day, you would have a hot song, you're talented, you could sing, you could do whatever they sang you based on that. Mm-hmm. It has changed and evolved so much that right now they have what they call a 360 deal where, yes. where they take a percentage of everything you do. And you know why? Because you don't have to have talent anymore. You just have to have an audience. There's a lot of people being signed as artists who are not really artists. They just have an audience and they have an audience based on their presentation. You know? So the hip-hop world was smart enough to pick up on this and say, okay, you're popular. All you do is go on YouTube or Instagram and do X, Y, Z. But people like you. So now let's get you a song. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now let's get you a song. Now we made you into an artist and we are using your audience to benefit, to profit. But in Soka, we don't we overlook that. We think, oh, he can't sing. Oh, he could only sing. Our thing is everything, bro. Everything, mm-hmm. it, everything, if we want the rest of the world to take us seriously. Because if you take somebody and put them in the company of, let's say, a rapper or a popular R&B artist, and they look at you and you look, you don't look like an artist, you don't carry yourself like an artist, they're not going to take you seriously. And that doesn't mean that you don't have talent. It's, mm-hmm. human, na- it's human nature. It's human nature. If you don't look serious or you don't look the part, I mean, if somebody said they're a chef and they come in and they're dirty and their nails long and they have dirt under their fingernail, you wouldn't want them to cook for you. Yeah, yeah you're right. But but, but that, person might, that, that person might be a very good chef. Correct. You're right. The presentation. But just, just, but just because of how they carry in themselves, you're like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's very important. Yeah. It's very... Now... Have you seen that the, the soca community, I should say the soca genre, the music, let's talk about the business side because you touched on some very important points there. The AR aspect of it, is that missing from these young artists or in the, in the genre or in the community of soca at this moment? Is that missing? Is that a dead case? Or is that something that it's a wrong, but it's, mostly... it's, it's needed. A lot of them, a lot of them don't know. A lot of them don't know because we don't have a very um, sound or solid structure. There's still a lot of radio stations in the Caribbean, especially, that don't pay royalties. So these kids are from these islands. So they're not forced to learn about 
like say that aspect of the business because even if they know it, they're not getting any royalties. You know? So yes. they don't have to learn it because it's not gonna come their way. But little do they know that they they still um are deserving of royalties based on other geographical locations and other places where their songs or their music are being played. Just today, uh between today and yesterday I spoke to two producers, one from St. Vincent, one from St. Lucia concerning some business that we were about to do. And I was completely honest with them because they didn't understand what I was speaking about. And mm. I, I had to explain it to them. Now, one of the two guys, a guy is a guy, uh, a gentleman, who have put out a major record with, 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 a, with an artist. He's produced for somebody who's major. And mm-hmm. the song, well, I should say the song. The song was major. So in my mind, I'm like, if you're asking me all this, and you already have put out a record of that stuff. <laughs> that means you lost a lot. Oh, you know, gosh. You, you lost a lot because having a record of that of that status means that you should have known all these things that you're asking me already. So yeah, it's missing. A lot of them don't know, and a lot a lot of them now you can't tell because. Some people are egotistical and they feel like if oh, something or oh, he acting like he know more than me. Well, I do, and I'm just trying to educate you, should so you you could know, you know. But it's, not, it's there's it's not everybody you could talk to. Everybody's not willing to listen. Now, for those that are not willing to listen, have you seen the soca artists taking any of the responsibilities upon themselves to make sure that their music are distributed correctly on all of these digital platforms because the new thing is, oh, we need Soka to go mainstream. In my eyes, Soka is already mainstream. But if the presentation is there for the mainstream audience to gravitate to, then we will have a light shining on the industry or on the genre. That is just my um, opinion. But are the artists in the Soka community taking advantage of the digital platforms that are... um, on hand right now for them? I only, I honestly don't know what anyone is, else is doing but myself. I, I, I respect that. I, I don't know what they're doing. I can't say what other artists are doing. I know I am. I know I have a distribution deal, um, which I haven't done any actual distributions of my own, but that's just mm-hmm. in case. And when I do my album, my album will be distributed through um, these distributors. And I know the producers who I work with um, have the same deal with the same people. And I, what I started doing is, let's say a producer sends me a rhythm and I mm-hmm. like it. I ask him, does he have a distribution deal? And there, was, there were two or three people who I worked with recently who didn't. So I pointed them in the direction that they needed to go because I'm not going to work with you and the songs are out there and they can't be sold because there's a lock for that. So why am I going to work with you when you put a song out and everybody downs, downloads it for free? It's not on iTunes. It's not on Spotify. It's not on Tidal. It's not on Amazon. What was the point in that? Because that's, that's a way for you to make a little change too, to even reinvest in the music to en- enable you to, to um, proceed and do more music in the future. If you don't spend it on yourself, yeah, at least you have some money to like buy some equipment for your studio or something. So I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've personally put people onto it. I don't know about anybody else if they're taking that respons- responsibility. 
I respect that. I respect that problem. I respect that because you're a man that's very educational. You you give that educational background to your peers around you. You know what I mean? You're very knowledgeable. And your work ethic, I tell you, they can they can probably take a little bit off of the ice ball from you. But like you said, you staying in your lane. I respect that because you staying in your lane. And I will always respect the man for your work ethic. And man, as I respect going out to you because from growing up, back where I'm from, I've always listened and seen the different artists. Them, I gravitated to yourself. I had other artists I'll talk about, but right now I'm talking about you. But I gravitated to you because of your style and your humbleness. I like what? You know something? This man really looked like he just all about the business. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I've always respect you and respect your craft and respect your music. You know, I've always did that. Now for 2019, I know for sure 2017 was a road march killer. I mean, I know for sure you mash up 2017. I would justify yeah. and you held the torch come straight into 2018. You burn up 2018 and it looked like the target will get burn off for 2019. So for 2019, what are plans you have and what can we expect from you for 2019? Because before you answer that question, let's recap to your carnival experience for 2018. How was that? Oh, well, um, um the 2 a.m. project, um, middle of something, that song put me in a light that I hadn't been in for a little while, you know, because mm-hmm. of the success of Splinters and Patrice and Kessong. So, you know, I did a lot, a lot, a lot of shows in Trinidad for Carnival. Did the Marshall Monday, the Tuesday on the Rocks, which is Kess's show. And then it just went from there, catapulted me afterwards, you know, to a, a lot of different places, a lot of different venues, a lot of different territories, you know, which I was happy for. And based on that song, and then um, I wasted no time, you know, I was like, you know what? strike while the iron is hot so mm-hmm. i put out the um the good up good up song as a single it was getting played but it wasn't getting that respect that i was hoping it would get so you know not being one to be you know give up or sit down i just um strategized and said i'll make it into a rhythm before that we um we put out the monkey steel which shall marshall has trained yes. and i have loved the road on which is doing pretty well you know, destroyed Miami Carnival. It destroyed Vinci Mass. It's very popular, very popular, very big in New York City, very big internationally. Um, and I, I know it's gonna it's gonna get a lot more attention once, um, like Trinidad switches over to a hundred percent soca. Yeah, so that's basically how 2018 went, you know, and it's, it's still going because it's not over yet. And then we put out, like I said, up I made. The good up song into our rhythm, which is the kickstand rhythm that you spoke about earlier. Put Patrice on it, Tamika Marshall and Shal, and here we are. With more to with, so, with more to go. So so how did you get into like the producing of the rhythms? Like how did you start that? Did you hear like the one producer you were working with and you were like, you know, I could do this? You learned from the programs he had and you just picked it up? Or was it something that you had in the background just bubbling on the side? Well, I'm still not a producer. As far as hands-on, I'm a Got producer you. like 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 how P Diddy is a producer. Like he doesn't play, but he oversees everything. Like he will tell you, okay, now nah, take that out, play this, play this instead. Much, he much might respect. be able to play it, but he would hum it. Like okay, yeah, something's missing. Yeah, this piece right here, I don't feel it should be there. Take that out, put it up top. Take this from the top, put it now. Nah, delete that thing, whatever. Speed it up, slow it down. 
You know, I'm very hands on in that regard, but my fingers don't really touch the keyboard. But I know vibes when I hear it, and I know what makes for a good beat. So I mostly advise all the producers that I work with. So they are producers as far as composers. That's the correct term for them. They're composers. Composers, because they compose the music. But I, the producer, like, I'm the one responsible for things being where they are and being put in a certain place. And then I turn around once I've gotten a beat that I'm satisfied or satisfactory to me, and then I write to the beat and see what I could come up with. So that's how that's how it goes production wise. I like that. And for clo- and to close out the 2019, I'm sorry about that. To close out 2018, I know you're gonna be on Soka Origin. That's gonna be something that's I mean, I've never experienced that. I am love, but I'm hoping to experience it sometime next year or the year after 2020. It, how is this experience for you on that? Is, is, is this your first time on it? Is it going to be? Actually... Yeah, I've never, I've never even heard about it before. I didn't even know there was one before. You know, there was my, this was my first time. But it just goes to show the progress, you know, like a lot of different songs that I'm, I'm, um, I'm, a lot of different shows, I'm sorry, I'm being a part of right now based on the songs and the success of the songs that I put out re- um, recently, sorry. Um, yeah, it, it's just a bunch of different things happening so many different things that i'm new to as far as not performing but the actual shows um this is gonna be my third trip to trinidad in like two weeks what yeah and then i have to go back again um christmas night to do shows boxing day over tobago and two shows in trinidad so it's already basically started for me but because i have so many other places to travel to i'm actually not there for the season as yet but Soon as I'm done shooting this new music video, I have, um, I'm I'm going to shoot, um, I'm going to Trinidad for the rest of the season in January early. Oh gosh, well I know you burn up Texas because they say, hey, he dead in on. I see you put you on the page. What happening? What happening? I said I go see him, see how he saw. Then Malcolm, Texas was Yeah, Texas was great, man. Texas was great. Very you very. Burn up Texas, man. So. I want to hold you too long because I know you are very busy, man. And thank you for joining. But now the control is yours. You can tell the audience where to find you on all social media platforms. And I know you're a man that stays to yourself, stays to your origin. But you could big up whoever you want, big up and shout out whoever you want, shout out. But the platform is yours right now, my boy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, just basically follow me on Instagram. I'll leave it at Instagram at Real Problem Child. R E A L, not the real. Just real, a real problem, child. And um, just big up everybody who's listening. Big up to this program. Thank you for having me. Look out for more new music. Please pay attention to my Instagram because it's about to get crazy in the next couple of weeks. I'm working with a bunch of new people, a lot of established artists. We have projects dropping from next week, hopefully, all being well. Um, Look out for the 10 times over rhythm. It's out right now. I have a song in there called Whole Heart. W-H-O-L-E-H-E-A-R-T Whole Heart. Look out for that on YouTube. Um, check the Monkey Steer Rhythm. And when the songs reach on the digital media platforms, there's a fancy way of saying stores online. Once they're <laughs> online... <laughs> that's what I mean. Stores. Where you can buy them. <laughs> iTunes and these things. Just buy buy a song. If you're, if yes. you're, if you're able to. It's, it's, songs are usually 99 cents. 
I know you have 99 cents in the crack of your car fall on between behind your car seat somewhere in a thing. Just, it's just, you don't have to buy the entire album. And the entire album is usually just like $4 anyway. But you could mm-hmm. buy a song for 99 cents. Not just me, but any any soca song that you like. And it will help get the genre to go mainstream as well. Because they will re- recognize it as far as sales go. For instance, if you buy, if if a million people buy one of my songs, if mm-hmm. a people spell 99 cents, that means my song goes platinum and they will have to recognize it as a song that went platinum and they, they'll start looking into it like, wait a minute, what is this song that everybody's buying? Now, it might sound like a lot, but think about each person is only spending 99 cents. Correct. You know? Well, we're going to push for that. It's all about well, the cop. It's all about, it's all about the, the, the copies, not the amount of money in total. It's not one person spending a million dollars. You correct. know? Even even if five hundred thousand people were to buy one song, it'll go gold, and they will have to recognize it. That person gets a gold plaque, and then that person can say, "Well, my song is a soca song." But until we start doing these things, we can't be recognized because they're not seeing us. We don't show up. So yes. everybody just yes. do me that favor. Thanks. Well, are you are you hear it there? I I don't want to say, it, but this man Alien Med is off the chain. <laughs> So I don't care what nobody's saying right now about the man. I can't tell my Jenna nothing. So before you leave, um, one question came in through text message. They would like to know what is your morning um, workout shake or protein shakes that you take, your supplements that you take for a pre-workout? Uh, there's something called, uh, what is it called again? G something, G4 something. I can't remember what it's called. But I don't, I'm not taking it now because it's expensive. I ran out. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't re-up on it yet. I didn't buy anything, but I mean, just get a lot of rest and the rest will give you energy. Rest will give you okay. energy. So you don't really need, you don't really need the, um, the, the pre-workout unless you want to go like extra, extra, extra hard. Just drink, just drink a little bit of coffee on the coffee and really good for you. Don't make it a habit and just go hard. Just work out hard. Just do something. You don't have to do, do it strenuously. Just do something. Because anything is better than nothing. I like that. Oh, it's I called like C4. 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 See, Eric, guys, I'm texting to us. So, I, guys, now, you hear it? You see? Now, that's, a free, that's free advertising for C4, you know, because we didn't pay that much. I just, boy, you see, we didn't have one to say, but the text it so they, oh, God, yeah. we're going to find a way for C4. Yeah, some people, just, some people just need that little extra kick, you know, to get them to the, the, the workout. But, you know what I mean? Don't get dependent on it. Yes, yes. And um, Sandy Maldonado from Boston, she said, thank you so much. They want to know when you're going to be there. Um, she's tuning in from Boston right now. So she said, I wonder well, if that's who asked me. Somebody asked me today, when am I coming to Boston? I was in Boston in the summertime for, what was that? Uh, it was a Juve party. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I don't remember. Oh, Zouave. 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 Yeah. Okay, guys. He said he don't know. But Sandy, like I said, you're listening. Um, check his Instagram page, Real Problem Child. Not the, but Real Problem Child. You can check his Instagram page and he will have all the updated information there for you guys. So guys, there you have it. We have the Real Problem Child on the phone. When I tell you it's a real problem, it's a real problem because what he's making a problem in the industry and he's making his presence known. And that's what I like about it, the consistent and dedicated and disciplined work that he's brought to the industry. And I hope that it's inspiring some of you out there to, to do your best at anything you're doing, you know, because you heard it from him. 
his story, his experience of what he's going through, still going through to actually make it in the business. So, Mr. Fontaine, thank you so much for joining the Keep It Low Crew podcast. It was a pleasure. And I hope to speak to you sometime next year, third quarter, just before we kick off with Carnival. Anytime, uh, anytime. Carnival, anytime, and you lock it in. I'm going to make sure that we spread the word, we spread the love for you. And I'm going to make sure that I segment out that last four minutes of what you say. I'm going to push that hard so everybody can understand. 99 cents, a million people, we can make him go platinum. So that's what not we just me, not just me, but anybody for that matter, anything. Well, anybody for that matter, but we only have you on the line right now, so we can't <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> hey, like that, they right. show we pick Respect and <laughs> manner. So, guys, real problem, child. Alien meds, Vince <laughs> Jenner. So, when I see him, I make sure I get a man, manners and respect. So, from the Sensi Star and the Keep It Loud crew, broadcasting from the nation's capital we'd like to tell you guys thank you for tuning in and guys do support the podcast we're on seven different digital platforms seven different seven seven i have we also push well i should say we only push two out of the seven really hard which is itunes and apple itunes spotify you can check them out this interview will be up and running although everyone is listening now you can go ahead and listen to the interview, download it. And if you like what we're doing, you like what I'm doing, support the podcast, be a subscriber. So always stay positive. Guys, one love. Have a great one.